Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing good, Marvin. How are you? As always, just trying to uh, stay out of trouble, and uh, we were talking before we started recording, and uh, you know, we actually, if we're lucky, might get a little bit of rain in Southwest Virginia, and you're definitely easily 10 plus degrees on the low end side, cooler than most of us down here in the Southeast. Yeah, yeah, it's... uh Water's definitely something we need. The, um, you know, it's kind of teeing us up for, for getting heavy on the musky train here in the next week or so. Um, but the, uh, the new river in particular is pretty low as a, as a body. Um, we get some, some pulses and some rises of water down below Radford day to day, but, um, you know, pretty low. I've seen it down below 900 a couple of times at Radford, which is, you know, less than less than half of the summertime average. So not not atypical for this time of year, especially the last couple of years. But um, we are solidly dry, and we've had had some kind of you know cloudy day mistings going on last couple of days um but yeah it's looking like friday saturday we might get somewhere that you know in the half inch range hopefully that might uh might bring some options on board because right now i mean everything's low um the uh trout streams are low got leaves falling um water temps are dropping um so smallmouth fishing in uh the freestone rivers are, are is getting kind of kind of challenging day to day. You know, you have your you have your good good spots and your bad spots um, within the week, and then aren't really even getting a whole lot of generation on your tailwaters either. So, um, for a person who usually has a lot of options, you still got options, but they're getting kind of skinny. Water's definitely going to help us a bit. Yeah, and we were talking before we started recording, so you've got this low water, which think makes things unnecessarily technical, right? Um, but but then the other thing is you've got kind of this transition, and uh, it kind of, you know, the musky fishing will start to pick up, but then it also has a tendency to kind of make things a little bit funky, right? So it's not consistent. Yeah, um, you know, clear, I, I'm never one to be scared of clear water on the, on the musky front. I mean, it definitely makes it, um more challenging to to uh put hooks in fish at times but um it makes for some exciting days on the water you get to see a lot of fish this time of year usually um and sometimes that's that's just with the doctor order for somebody who has not done a lot of musky fishing you know you get some interactions get to get some visuals you know more so than you know sticking it out in january when you might not move a whole lot but uh you know, you get a little bit more color in the water maybe, and uh, fish might be a little bit more likely to eat. But, uh, yeah, every, everything's in transition. I mean, you nailed it right there. Um, the smallmouth fishing um, will get better for the fall season from, from here on out. More than likely, things just need to stabilize a little bit. Um, the first couple big cold fronts can uh, – you know, it's kind of a wild card sometimes. I mean, especially if the water's low, I think it tends to hurt things just because, you know, 
they're cold shocked fish, which aren't super great to begin with, but then they're cold shocked fish that know you're after them. And that's a, that's a hard fish to catch. And especially if they're moving around in the river and not uh, as predictable as they were maybe two, three weeks ago. Um, so a little bit of water, a little bit of time, um, let those water temperatures stabilize a little bit. I mean, we're, we're down in the, uh, in the like upper fifties and low sixties where we were, you know, in the, in the seventies a couple of weeks ago. So we're, we're dropping off pretty quick. And so, uh, once we get some, uh, October does this to us every year, you know, we'll get a couple of couple of days of cold dreary weather and then we get a couple of days of you know feels like summer weather so we just we just need the uh the stability i think right now yeah and so if you're out kind of right now where things are kind of not settled you know do you generally you know kind of in your game plan for a day do you you know plan to try more things right until you kind of find the thing or do you kind of still have the same approach to the water that's a that's that's a good question um and i'll say my answer is probably different depending on the day um but that's frankly one of the uh signs or symptoms if you will of a of a challenging transitional fall day um smallmouth fishing for me has always been uh you know having a game plan or i i, I never i never I try never to resort to just throwing the kitchen sink. You know, I think that's generally a waste of time, but I'll usually approach the river with two or three, um, you know, things that I know are going to work. And usually it comes down to those, those, all those things do work, but you know, you'll start out on plan one, um, plan a, you'll get a little bit of action. Things feel feel favorable and then it dies off for a while and you start going back to the drawing board and say, okay, plan B, put plan B on and, uh, you know, whack a couple fish right out of the gate and then slows down again. And, you know, you're just kind of like, you kind of know what's up cause you know, the fish, you know, the water, but, um, things are just changing, you know, it's, it's, uh, nothing is, is necessarily set at the moment. You're just going to kind of, run into them and run out of them and, and you'll find fish in different moods and that kind of thing. So it's, uh, I definitely do keep more of an open mind, but you know, I also try to be confident and know that I, I know what should work and, and we'll get them eventually. Yeah. And I would imagine on the trout front, you know, it may be low clear water, but you know, probably nymphing and um, streamers a little bit less probably variability than on the smallmouth front, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know where they're going to be. Water's, water's real low. Um, they're going to be in the in the oxygen, not that they need that necessarily because the water temps are cool enough, but they're going to be in those areas of broken water, deeper water, and closer to the food source, which we're talking nymphing that's just, you know, broken water, riffles where macroinvert bricks are being dislodged um streamer fishing this time of year on the mountain streams can be fun um especially if we have a little bit more water but you're kind of running and gunning on foot and hitting those higher percentage areas um 
you know, just looking for a player, just like we would on a on a tailwater. But you just have to make drift boat your feet and uh, cover some ground. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess one more word on the smallmouth is just that uh, you know when you're monkey fishing, you get out there, you generally have a game plan. If if you've got realistic expectations, um, and and you're not you know specifically fishing to one fish, like sometimes I'll go to the river and I I have a fish that lives in a certain spot and I'm going to try to get it to move or do something. Um, if you're floating down the river fishing, it's it's probably going to be lunchtime or at least a couple hours in before you start thinking about oh maybe today's a slow day. You know if you're on the smallmouth front. You know, usually you're you're used to catching a, a fair few fish over the course of the day, and so um, when you know you don't catch a fish for an hour or two, it starts to feel like things are painfully slow. But that's where just you know knowing that things are changing, you know, fish might just be in kind of a funky mood. Yeah, you might need to make some changes, but you know, don't. Uh, don't get an hour in and then just start sorting through your fly box, you know, um, give it some time and give it some different habitat types and presentations. And, um, at the end of the day, this time of year, um, they, they will still eat a lot of things, especially if the water's low, they'll eat on top. You can trigger them with some aggression. Um, they'll eat on bottom, they'll eat mid column. Um, it's just putting it to work, um, and doing it well, more or less. Yeah, got it. And you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media, whatever is easiest for you. And if we use your question, I will send you some articulate fly swag. We are drawing for some cool stuff from Matt at the end of the season. And Matt, before I let you go, you know, if you want to let folks know kind of, you know, what you're looking for from the booking side and kind of how to find you and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Um, the website's Matt Riley Fly Fishing. Everybody can Hop online, find my contact info on there. Um, as far as bookings go, we are, you know, fairly booked um, for the musky season. There's still plenty of dates to open. Um, if you want to get in on any winter smallmouth fishing or trout fishing, you know, that's, that's all going to be viable for the next several months, too. Um, just reach out to me and give me a shout. Um, Tell me what you might be interested in. We can talk about it. Um, and then as far as uh, the, uh, the smallmouth program goes, we are, are actively booking 2024 at this point, and uh, things are going fast, particularly those, you know, the dates are coming the soonest, the springtime dates. So um, if you want to get on the on the river next year, don't don't uh, don't wait too long. Like I said, it's never too early. Just open a line of communication, and that way we can make sure we get you booked in the the window and the season that's going to work best for you. Um, yeah, yeah, and of course, it's never too early to buy yourself a Christmas present, right? Uh, yeah, we start harping on gift cards and stuff too here pretty soon. That's uh, yeah, it's it's not October or it's not Halloween yet, so that must mean it's almost almost Christmas. Yeah, well, I was in Lowe's and boy, howdy, all the Christmas stuff was out. So, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, well, listen, folks, as I always say, fall is my favorite time of the year to be out on the water, and you you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt.
Thanks, Marvin. 